0: Welcome to another inspirational message from Gateway Life Church. We're so glad that you've joined us and trust that this podcast will be a blessing to you. Okay, so so welcome. We've got uh, a number of people online, which is great. We'll have Pastor Dixon and the crew there joining us uh, from Africa really uh, soon. We've got Pastor Naveen uh, from Gateway Life Church, India on the line. Great to see you, son. God bless you. Uh, great to see everyone here. Uh, We've got Tasmania on the line, which is awesome, Uh, Bendigo, Swan Hill, and uh, Taguna. It's great. Uh, We've also got a number of people here on site, so feel free to grab a coffee at any time. If you want to change uh, your position uh, so that you can see me, (laughs) uh, then please feel free to do so. Um, Otherwise, uh, why don't we begin to pray, and then we're going to launch into two subjects here. Here comes Pastor Dixon from Africa. And uh, let's pray and thank God for this time in Jesus' name. And so, Father, uh, we thank you for your presence online and on site. And, Lord, uh, I just love the fact that uh, we can gather from all over the world uh, on this one call. And so, Holy Spirit, we thank you and pray that you would give us ears to hear and eyes to see. And furthermore, you would give us a gift of faith to put what we're hearing into practice. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. As I begin to talk about water baptism this evening, uh, it could be that uh, you've never been water baptized before, uh, even for those listening to this podcast. But by the end of this session, you may feel stirred by the Holy Spirit to want to enter the waters of baptism, either for the first time or a second time. Um, I'm actually talking to someone at the moment uh, who has been water baptized in the past, and uh, they're considering being water baptized again. Why is that? Uh, really, because they're now um, at a different place in not only their their personal life but their faith life. Okay, so they feel like they've matured. They feel like they've uh, you know come through some things, and as they reflect on you know the first time they were water baptized and uh, consider this opportunity that's uh, coming, they're just feeling in their heart that the Holy Spirit is inviting them to step again into the waters of baptism. Here's a question. Can you be water baptised a second time? The answer is yes. Baptism means the process of immersion, submersion, or to be made fully wet. The word in Greek, the original language of the New Testament, is the word baptizo, which primarily means to dunk, Or to be fully immersed. What does water baptism symbolize? Our entrance into the water during baptism identifies with Christ's death on the cross and his burial in the tomb. When we come out of the water, we identify with the resurrected life of Christ from the dead. Colossians chapter 2, verse 12 says: buried with him Christ in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised Jesus from the dead. The very act of full immersion in water requires cessation of breath, meaning death to self. Like every time you're under the water, for the time that you're under, you're not breathing. And this is also symbolic of death to the old life, death to the old way of doing things. Water baptism was first preached by John the Baptist over 2000 years ago. In Mark chapter one, verses four and five, it was demonstrated and experienced by Jesus Christ through his own baptism, in Matthew chapter three, verses 13 to 17, was also commanded by him in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20, and was continually practiced by the early church, starting in Acts chapter two. When should I be water baptised? So if you're thinking right now that you're feeling a little bit stirred in your heart uh, regarding water baptism, uh, when should you be water baptised? Water baptism follows conviction of sin, confession, and repentance of sin to God, where one asks God for forgiveness and, of course, confession of Jesus Christ as the Lord and the Saviour of our soul. We've got to get this right. This is like foundational to the Christian walk. So once again, water baptism follows conviction of sin. It's like I'm a sinner and I need forgiveness. So I've got to confess my sin, acknowledge that Jesus is the only Lord and Savior, the only lover of my soul, and repent. Repent means to turn away from the way that I used to do life. It talks about... Uh, repentance is a turnaround. it's a U-turn, even when it comes to how I think. So we can't even afford to think the way that we used to think. We've got to change our mind. I can't, you know, I'm not saying that we won't be tempted to exercise negative self-talk and, you know, I'm not saying that there won't be times when we don't fall and things like that. But when we do, we've got to get back up again and go again. What if, uh, what if you were baptised as an infant? So personally speaking, I was baptized as a baby uh, through the sprinkling of water, but it didn't follow repentance of sin. And so water baptism cannot precede uh, repentance of sin. Water baptism must follow repentance of sin. And as I was sharing last, uh, last Wednesday night, um, you know, so I was baptized as an infant. Uh, a couple of things about that. Personally, I didn't choose to be baptized as a baby. Right, I had no consciousness. I wasn't conscious. Right? Um, I didn't have the ability to make a choice. Didn't have the ability to choose to follow Jesus. I didn't have an opportunity. I hadn't lived long enough to have a revelation of my own sin. I hadn't lived long enough to have a revelation to, you know, hear the gospel and understand that Jesus was my only Lord and savior. And, and obviously that decision to be baptized was, was made for me and it wasn't a personal uh, decision. So it's really interesting to note that Jesus himself was water baptized at the age of 30. He was 30 when he was water baptized by John the Baptist, just before he enters three years of supernatural and world shaking ministry. So I really want to believe for all of those who are going to be water baptized this Sunday, that it is going to precede something greater in your life. That's what I believe for. I also believe that, uh, you know, well, you know, I've just stated that on the other side of you coming out of the water is something greater for you. So what are some of those things? Well, I believe that there are four spiritual blessings on the other side of water baptism. And uh, so I'm just going to read to you now from Matthew chapter 3, verse 16, as we look at the water baptism of Jesus. And it says in Matthew chapter 3, verse 16, when he, Jesus, had been water baptised, Jesus came up immediately from the water. And then it says, And behold, the heavens were open to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. I love this. This stirs me up every single time I read it. Uh, verse 17, And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. There are four spiritual blessings on the other side of your water baptism, Karen heaven, the other four who are being baptized at this stage. Number one, God is pleased because of our obedience to his word and his will for our lives, okay? Uh, Number two, the heavens are opened. This doesn't mean that the sky opened up, but the invisible realm, the heavenly realm, became a greater spiritual dimension and reality. Because, again, when Jesus came out of the water, it says the heavens were opened to him. They were open to him on a whole nother level. And they're going to be more open to you on a whole nother level. Number three, God's voice becomes clearer to us. And what is seen is entered into what is seen. Jesus said, I believe it was, I believe it was in John chapter three, verse three. He said, uh, you must be born again. Anyone who was born again sees the kingdom of God. And then he goes on to say, and when you're baptized, you enter. The kingdom of God. So there are two different experiences, all right? Two different experiences. Seeing, if you like, this building from the outside is one perspective. It's like, ah, oh, that's the Gateway Life Church building. But then to enter the building is a whole nother experience, isn't it? Two different experiences. And so when it comes to water baptism, we're talking about entering on a whole nother level. And number four, our adoption, I believe that our adoption to our Heavenly Father as children of God is affirmed because in verse 17, uh, God the Father himself said of Jesus, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. I love that. I want to affirm that over every single person on site and online here tonight. You are God's beloved child in whom he has <laughs> um, So, Jason, can you please um, let Ethan into the Zoom meeting? He's Thank just letting me know. Thank all you. good. Thank you. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, gosh, Julia, I was on a roll and everything. No, so inconsiderate. Thanks. Doing the direct. <laughs> right. Right. Let me know if someone else comes in. Okay, so what's going to happen on Sunday is this. Uh, firstly, uh, hello, good to see you, Frank. Man, I've missed you. You've had a haircut and it looks amazing. All right, so um, first of all, what to wear on Sunday for those who are being water baptised, okay? Well, whether you're male or female, please don't wear anything see-through once you go, you know, enter the waters of baptism. And when you... That's one thing, and we don't want any surprises when you come up, okay? We want to keep... Our eyes on the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And for males and females, okay? So don't wear anything see-through. And, um, and can I also just say, just for, just for comms, just for clarity, uh, wear, you know, something modest. Okay, wonderful. Um, for every participant, before you enter the waters of baptism, we want to interview you just briefly. We'd like to hear from you, your church family, Uh, your natural family, those watching online would like to hear from you about why you're choosing to be water baptised. Okay, so I'm going to ask each one, why are you choosing to be water baptised today? And so we're going to give you about a minute, two minutes at the most, right, to tell everyone why you're being water baptised. So then, you know, the water baptism font will be to my left. And uh, so the question will be asked just before you go under, uh, the question will be asked, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and that he died for your sins and was resurrected on the third day? That's our statement of faith in a nutshell. And you will respond by saying, I do. And then we will say "Then according to your faith, we baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In that moment, as you're sitting on uh, your bottom, uh, we will just gently put you under and then lift you up straight away. All right. I'm told that the, the water temperature will be a balmy 25. And uh, so you won't be able to stay in there, even though it'll be very nice. And uh, also what you'll need to do is bring a change of clothes and uh, a towel. And uh, so um, this part of our service, the water baptism element of our service uh, will take place. During the message. Okay, so it's probably going to be, it'll be after the welcome and after the, uh, you know, our tithes and offerings and things like that. Now I want to pause for a moment. Does anyone have any questions, either on site or online, that is relevant to what we've just spoken about regarding the water baptism service? Any questions? Okay, so the question is if somebody wanted to prepare for the day, to make it more impacting for them personally, what are some things that they could do? Well, I would encourage you to read the book of Matthew uh, when it comes to uh, Jesus' water baptism. I would encourage you to sacrifice something. Um, I would encourage you to fast something. Um, Now, that could be social media. It may be food. It may be um, something that you like to watch on TV. Um, And instead of committing to those things, uh, create the space and replace those things by spending time in God's word, reading the word of God, praying, even for the other participants. And so these are just some of the ways that you can heighten your uh, personal encounter with God. And so I would definitely recommend that you do something like that. What I want to do right now, because of time, I actually want to move on to uh, the next part of our uh, study, which is around the Bible and uh, prayer. Okay, so let's just, uh, (laughs) God bless you. Thanks, Dixon. Yeah, so the Bible and prayer. I'm just going to begin to read from the app, okay? We communicate with God through reading the Bible and through prayer. In order to grow in our relationships, we need to communicate with one another whether it's with our family, our friends, or with God. Through communication, we can become closer to a person and learn about what he or she likes. We can also share what's on our minds, what bothers us, and what we're happy about. There are many ways to communicate with God, but the two most important and most fundamental are through reading the Bible and through prayer. When we read the Bible we will know what God is saying to us. When we pray, we can talk to God about anything in our hearts or in our minds. And so even when it comes to the first part of this call tonight, you could say, God, would you please speak to me more and more about grace, about salvation, about repentance, the forgiveness of of sins, and so on. The Bible it's essential for all of us who want to follow Jesus and have a closer relationship with him. As followers of Jesus, the Bible is the final authority for what we believe and how we live. It is the ultimate standard for every area of life. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, it says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man and a woman of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Here's how the Bible helps us in our walk with God. Number one, we grow spiritually. We all know that we to eat healthy, healthy food, if we want to grow strong physically. It is the same for our spiritual growth. The Bible is our spiritual food. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 4, he said, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. When babies are born, they always, want, they always want to drink milk. This milk helps them become strong and healthy. In the same way, when we are born again, we must read the Bible like a baby drinks milk, always looking for it so we can grow strong. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 2 and 3, It says, like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. The growth of our faith is not determined by time, but by our relationship with God. We can come closer to him as we read and obey his word. The more we do this, the stronger our faith will grow. You know, at the end of the day, you can uh, grow as fast as you want. When I first came to uh, know Jesus, I grew really quickly because I was just so hungry for the things of God. I very quickly uh, put aside the things that would get in the way of my walk with God. Uh, I became like a, a horse with blinkers. I wouldn't look to the left or to the right. I became so focused on Jesus. All I wanted was Jesus, okay? All I wanted to do was to love him by loving people. And so at the end of the day, like I've just read, uh, time is not an indicator of uh, maturity, but humility and hunger. So uh, one great Christian author, I can't think of his name, he said, no one is as close to God than they want to be. You can be as close to God as you want to be. OK, and the real evidence of, I believe, divine transformation is simply becoming more Christ-like, more humble, more teachable, more open, more loving, where you're just so free to be yourself, where you're not easily put off, where you're not easily threatened. And so I think these are some of the evidences of getting close and drawing near to him. In Psalm 119, verses 9 and 11, it says, How can a young man keep their way pure? And the answer is, by living according to your word. David said, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And this is what I was saying recently in the last couple of weeks. you know, One of the reasons why we don't want to sin, one of the reasons why we don't want to go astray you know, from the word of God, from the ways of God, is simply because we don't want to offend the one who loves us beyond measure. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Many of us wonder what God's plan is for our lives. In the verse above, Paul writes that the way we know his will is by knowing him better and becoming closer to him. This is one of the reasons why I often say that if you want to have a closer relationship with God, you've got to have a closer relationship with God's word. More than knowing God's plans, we can also know his character and his nature. We see what he can do how we can trust him and how much he loves us. As we grow closer to God, our faith and ability to trust him are strengthened. Romans 10 verse 17 says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the gospel and the message is heard through the word of Christ. (laughs) We're going to move on to the last part of our call tonight. And that is on the subject of prayer. Reading the Bible is the primary way we can hear from God. Prayer is the best way for us to speak to him. It is not only something, only very spiritual, that people can do, but we can all pray to God directly. You don't have to go through a priest. You don't have to go through another... uh, you You don't have to go through me or whatever... You have your own relationship with Him when we pray. All we're doing is spending time with God to tell Him what's on our minds and what's in our hearts. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus teaches us how we must pray. Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. And Jesus said, And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. For your father knows what you need even before you ask him. Ask and you receive. Seek and uh, you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 says, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven... Holy is your name. That's how we should begin to pray. You know, sometimes when I've been in prayer meetings, sometimes people will pray, uh, Dear Holy Spirit, Father God, Lord Jesus. You know, it's almost like they don't know who they're praying to. But Jesus said, when you pray, pray like this, Our Father in heaven. And then he goes on to say, Holy is your name. You know, when it says Holy is your name, we're just talking about who God is. And so whenever we, whenever we pray, we pray to our Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus also said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, and then we thank God through the Holy Spirit, because it's the Holy Spirit that does the work on behalf of the Father. He went on to say in Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask God to provide for our needs and we can be sure that he hears us and will give us what's best for us, okay, according to his will. I really do believe that God answers every single prayer we've ever prayed in our lives. We just don't always like the answer. And so the answer is always yes, you can have that right now, or it can be wait for the right timing or no that's not in accordance with my will for your life. But every single response is an answer to prayer. We ask God to forgive us our sins and we also pray to him, choosing to forgive those who have sinned against us and hurt us. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 12, it says, Forgive us of our sins as we also forgive our debtors. And this is really important as we all hope to be forgiven of all of our sins, We must also forgive others of their sins. And that in itself is not only a whole nother subject, but also a journey. Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. The Bible assures us that when we pray, God hears us. And if we pray according to his will, we know that he will answer us. And finally, tonight, 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him, once again, when it's in accordance to his will. Well, well, we got through a lot this evening. There was a lot there and uh, we had some stimulating uh, Q&A as we begin to close now i'm going to pray first of all let me say thank you so much for joining us uh, on site and online tonight i trust that uh, you've i trust that you've felt the holy spirit moving in your heart uh, perhaps even bringing a separation between that which is of the spirit and that which is of the soul okay this is what the gospel does hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says that the word of god is sharper than any two-edged sword able to divide between bone and marrow Soul and spirit, and that's a good thing. The word of God is sharp, <laughs> it's sharp. You know, sometimes it's like, Oh, when, when somebody, when the preacher or the teacher said that, that really hit me in the heart. It's like, Wow, okay, I felt really convicted. Well, let me just say, God bless you. That's a beautiful thing to be convicted by the Holy Spirit. That is awesome. That's what the Christian faith is all about. What's next now is that we just respond accordingly and uh, repent if that's what we need to do and come back to God and ask for forgiveness again. And if so, again, so that, you know, God's justice might cleanse us again from all unrighteousness. If anyone has any further questions, uh, you can call me or message me. Now, if you're someone out there uh, who wants to be water baptized, perhaps you have not indicated to me yet that you want to be water baptized but because we've looked at that in more detail tonight you're thinking now it's like wow i think i feel like the holy spirit is speaking to me and that i need to be water baptized this sunday if that's you please reach out to me as soon as you can and we can have a conversation and just qualify your next step so what i'm going to do right now is pray and then we're going to close the call father thank you so much Thank you so much, Lord. I feel so blessed. I feel so honored to have this opportunity to uh, just facilitate your word, uh, to facilitate just a a move of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for my brothers and sisters on site and online and those listening to this podcast. I thank you that you've got a great purpose for every one of their lives. And so I really do pray, uh, Holy Spirit, that you would deposit within each one of us a gift of faith to believe for the greater things. And I'm really referring to uh, the gift of repentance. I thank you that each one of us would continually have a spirit of repentance that walks in humility, that walks in surrender to your Lordship, Um, And to your word, I thank you for all my brothers and sisters here. I thank you for a time of refreshing. Uh, Your word tells us that following repentance comes times of refreshing. So I thank you for times of refreshing, following repentance. I also pray that you'll meet every need, every spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, relational, Uh, and financial need in all of my brothers and sisters' lives. I declare favor in and over their lives and blessing in Jesus' name. I humbly ask. Amen. 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 I love you all. (laughs) Thank you, all my brothers and sisters from Africa. Thank you, everybody. It's been awesome. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for joining us, guys. I love you all. Bless you, Jacob, Julia, Phil. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Catherine, salama. Saudis. So- Karibu, Kenya. Karibu. Karibu Gateway. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Gateway Life Church. For more information, please visit gatewaylifechurch.org.au. God bless and have a great day.